Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414 This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. I have an interview for you today once again. Today's guest is one of the big players in the industry, in the blogging industry. Rick Calvert is the CEO and co-founder of Blog World and New Media Expo. You've heard me talk about that recently. (laughs) The largest conference in the world geared specifically to bloggers, podcasters, web TV content creators, social media enthusiasts, and all new media content creators. Uh, I brought him on here to talk a little bit about New Media Expo that's happening in Las Vegas, Nevada in January of 2013. And also to talk a little bit about the history of Blog World and where this all came from. So that is what we're going to talk about today. Rick, my man, how you doing today, man? I'm doing fantastic, Leslie. Thanks for having me. Uh, You are very much welcome. It's a privilege to have you on here uh, to talk a little bit about New Media Expo and Blog World and how this all kind of came into existence, what it's all about, and to just uh, educate my audience on what you guys have going on over there. Is that okay? I'm looking forward to it. Awesome, awesome. So, Blog World, New Media Expo. We hear these different terms, we hear these different phrases. Can you talk to me about what's New Media Expo, what's Blog World, what's the difference between the two? Is it one? What's going on there? What's that all about? <laughs> I know it's confusing. <laughs> um, when I first had the idea to do the show in 2006, mm-hmm. um, I was a blogger. I, I had a political blog. And um my blog was having some success and it was really just a hobby and, and uh, you know, one thing led to another and I thought, you know, maybe I could make money with my blog. I need to go to the blogging trade show. Mm-hmm. And um, that was my job at the time. I, I've run trade shows for, for a really long time. And so I went looking for, you know, quote unquote, the blogging trade show and I couldn't find it anywhere. It didn't exist. And I was really stunned because there's so many uh, trade shows in the world. There's really a show for everything you can imagine, and um, I realized that you know the show I was looking for really didn't exist, and so I started doing some research on you know what this kind of show would look like. Uh, really, you know, the perfect show for me. What would it look like? And then what would other bloggers want to see? Um, and as I did the research, I realized, oh wait a minute. Okay, it's not just bloggers. First of all, it's bloggers. It's podcasters. It's web TV, although they didn't call it web TV at the time. Um, it's all of the things that are involved in social media. Again, Facebook, MySpace back then, Twitter did not exist yet. Um, of course, we were years away from Pinterest or Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I knew that the show needed to be all of those things. 
And so, again, if you look back at 2006, the the thing that was in the news every day, every newspaper, every magazine, every radio show, every television uh, show seemed were talking about blogs. So we named the show Blog World and New Media Expo. That was our name from the very beginning. Okay. But we knew someday the name would change as the industry grew and evolved uh, and matured. And we felt last uh, – actually this year in June, we'd finally reached the place where we could drop the blog world part of the name to shorten it to just call it New Media Expo and everybody would know what we were talking about. And so they're one and the same thing. We just shortened the name to New Media Expo this year uh, to to make sure that particularly podcasters and web TV creators knew that the show was for them. Gotcha. Gotcha. So now it's more all-encompassing, even in the name. Um, exactly. It covers all of that. So now let me, you know, it, you said something interesting. You, you, you were blogging about, uh, you, you are a political blogger. And yeah. you wanted to go to a conference, and you found out that there were no um, real conferences for bloggers out there. How long were you blogging before you started looking for this conference? Well, I started reading blogs in 2000. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I started my own blog in 2005. Okay. Um, I was not a, a technical person. I didn't know that it was that easy or I would have started my blog five years earlier. Uh, gotcha. And one day somebody told me actually another another blogger and he's a, actually a nationally syndicated radio person, uh, Hugh Hewitt. Um, I called into his radio show about some political thing and he said uh, during our call, he said, you should start a blog. So I went home that night and I Googled, you know, how do I start a blog? <laughs> and a blogger came up uh-huh. And it took me five minutes, and I had a blog. I couldn't believe it was that easy. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so you 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 um you said you want you did some research as to where you were just trying to figure out what that ideal conference would look like, and what would that ideal conference for you? What would that look like? And and what kind of ideas did you c- come up with in that process? Well, so if you think about so many other bloggers, I think have this exact same experience. I. I wasn't technical, so again, I didn't even know how easy it was to start a blog, and and I didn't know what a plugin was. I didn't know about you know comment systems, which have obviously evolved since since back then. A big thing that um, that I used a lot back then were called trackbacks, where bloggers would would link back to each other mm-hmm. if you were talking about the same subject. Um, I wanted to know how advertising worked on a blog. You know, could you even charge for advertising and what were the different options there? I'd, I'd heard about AdWords, but I didn't know exactly how that worked. Um, I wanted to know, uh, again, how to use these plugins, how to make my blog look good, how to design it so it looked professional. Um, and how do I build my audience? How do I get my, you know, community to leave comments on my blog and what should I do when they leave comments and how do I grow my blog and turn my blog into a business if that's what I want to do and I just had so many questions about the technical part about the marketing part obviously about the monetization part um, and I wanted to know how to be good at what I did you know how do you how do you become a good blogger um, 
So were all of those things were, were what I wanted to learn. And, you know, the companies I wanted to meet were people like WordPress and uh, Six Apart and Technorati and um, hosting companies to know, you know, what's the difference between hosting with a company like Rackspace or a company like GoDaddy? I mean, there's just so many questions. Gotcha that I had. And, and back then I would just email other bloggers and say, Hey, how do you do this? Or what's your advice about that? And so that's, so, those are the elements that we try to include in the show. Gotcha. So your, your idea was a place that people can go and they can learn all of these different aspects. To, you, you know, you come to this place and then you leave from that place more informed, better prepared to go out there and take your blog to the next level, start a business from your blog, monetize your blog, market your blog, grow your audience and all yeah. those types of things. So you come there and you learn how to do that basically. And by, uh, yes. And by the way, and, Think about the next level of technical things like we're doing today with with podcasting. Yeah, um, I didn't even I didn't even know how to do that at all. So I'm like, how can I interview people? Because I've been I was interviewing people on my blog, um, but when the first person said yes, a guy named Fred Barnes, he's a uh, uh, he he runs a magazine called The Weekly Standard, and I didn't know how to record the conversation. I went to Radio Shack and I asked them, what do I do? And they get, sold me this little recording device that I hooked up to my uh, cell phone that was recorded on tape. And, you know, I played back the tape <laughs> and I transcribed every word uh, because I didn't know how to post the recording. All I could do is post a transcription of the conversation. Yep. And uh, so obviously I wanted to know, how could I just record audio and post that? And you know, heaven forbid, learn how to do video someday. And then another major part of this was to be inspired to meet yeah. the people that I thought were my heroes, you know, for content creators. I wanted to meet those people and talk to them and ask them questions and just to get, you know, continue my enthusiasm for creating content. Gotcha. You know, now I've I've been blogging for a little while and I wasn't I wasn't going to blog world back in the days when you first started or anything of that sort. And I keep meeting people and they're like, oh yes, I remember the first blog world and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well yeah, I remember this last one that I just went to. Um, so let me ask you this <laughs> question as someone who was obviously there. <laughs> um, the first one, okay, I see that you guys had 1,600 attendees uh, to that first blog world. Did it turn out the way you expected it to? Uh, it was a dream come true, Leslie. I, um, I, I couldn't believe, you know, that that many people showed up. You know, we got Mark Cuban to speak at our wow. very first show. Um, my partner, Dave, the co-founder in the show, he chased him down on Facebook and um, – told him what a big fans we were of his and you know we were doing this new blogging show and would he please come speak to us because he has a great blog uh -huh. um and he said yes wow and, and so everybody was like wow, how did you get mark cuban to come to your show and we said we just asked him <laughs> and uh <laughs> and and there were so many other people that we got to meet that you know i just looked up to and thought were um, you know, these really famous bloggers yeah. and, and, and podcasters. And so the first event was for a lot of these people, it was the first time they got to meet each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They'd, they'd known each other online, but they'd never met in person. So there was a lot of that. And there were a whole lot of people. I remember um, there's a, a guy named uh, Henry Copeland. He owns a company called Blog Ads, who in the political blogosphere is the biggest advertising network there is. And he'd been doing it for many years, and he's also the ad network for Perez Hilton and a few other people. Mm -hmm. And um, he was an exhibitor at the very first show, and he came up to me on the second day, and, and he said, 
I had no idea it was this big. It goes, there's this many people that are in the, the industry of, you know, creating content. And I, and I, I said, Henry, yeah, I mean, you're one of those people. You're one of these pioneers of the industry. And by the way, you see the people that are here today. This is nothing where we'll be 10 years from now. There'll be thousands of people here. <laughs> and uh, it was the first time that I think so many people realized, wait a minute, this is an industry this that we're a part stuff. of. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Now, now I got to ask this question because, you know, you, you're, you're, you're blogging. You don't know all the technical details and you see there's no conference out there. And you go to take on this huge task of starting the conference, not one of the conferences, but the conference for bloggers, podcasters, web TV show producers, and all that kind of stuff. Are you at all afraid? I mean, in terms of, hey, you, you put all this energy into something and maybe no one shows up. I mean, what, what's going through your mind as you're, you're, you're planning this? Was there any of that? Sure, a, a little bit. Okay. Um, but more than anything... I always look at the opportunity uh, versus the risk, I guess. And this was just something that I really personally wanted. And, you know, in the beginning, I didn't know if anybody else would show up. I, I, because the event didn't exist yet, I thought maybe I'm the only crazy guy who wants to go to this. <laughs> but then when I started asking my friends, my, uh, my blogger friends and podcasters that I knew, I said, would you go to this? Everybody said, yes, this is amazing. How can we go? How do we make it happen? And then I asked all my trade show friends, you know, what do you think of this idea? And they all said, that's amazing. You know, we want to we wanna be a part of this company. I knew it was a good idea and people were going to show up. Gotcha. So you kind of you, you, you put it out there to get some feedback from people and kind of test the waters and see what people were thinking. And then you, you kind of got enough so that you saw, OK, this is something that I can do and it can be successful. Yeah. And, you know, again, there was a part that I wanted this to happen so badly. I really didn't care how many other people showed up Gotcha. because this is what I wanted to go to. And I figured if the show was the show I wanted it to be, there'd be enough other content creators like me who wanted it to be like that too. Okay. In your opinion, what is the best part? And not talking about it from uh, the CEO perspective or anything of that sort, but for the people that come to Blog World, what do you think is the best part of going to an event like that? The people you get to meet. Mm. By far, the people you get to meet. Um, your friends that you've met online. Um, People that are have this common interest with you that you may have never met before, the friends that you make when you get mm -hmm. there, um, the resources that you meet when you're there, people who you know are doing these creative, um, inspirational things, amazing things that you may have never heard of before, um, that can make your content so much better. I mean, it's I I love meeting people first of all, but you know these are all people that we have something in common with, and everybody is passionate and excited about it. You know, it's a lot of energy there, and I I I think that's by far the most valuable thing is the people that you get to meet. You know, that's it's so interesting because this last June I went to my first blog world in New York, and it was great. And you know, the content was great, but I find it interesting that. It doesn't matter who I ask. This is it. I've never gotten a different answer. Um, everyone says, "Yeah, the content. Yeah, that's great, and we learn a lot and great and all of that." 
but the people that we get to meet, that is what makes the big difference. And everyone that I've asked who has been to a blog world or, and from now on, a new media expo, they say the exact same thing. So I always find that that's interesting. Um, and, and, and I can attribute, attest to that, that, you know, for me, it was the meeting the people that I was connecting with online that I never met in person, that taking the relationship to a different level and then meeting new people that I never even knew were out there, but like-minded individuals and networking with them and connecting with them, some of whom I speak to on a regular basis now, long after the conference. So that is definitely something that I see regardless of who I speak to concerning blog world. Yeah. And, and again, that's what I wanted it to be. And so when I hear people say that, that, that makes me feel really good and really proud. I can definitely imagine that would be the case. Now, okay, so you've been uh, hosting these conferences for a while. And how many conferences do you have annually? Is it one conference annually, two conferences annually? How does that work? So until 2010, we ran one conference a year on the West Coast. It was in, in Vegas um, for those first several years. And then last year we did an event in Los Angeles, or excuse me, two, two years ago in 2011, we did an event in Los Angeles and an event in New York. Um, we did that again this past year. We did two events, West Coast, East Coast. Um, and actually we're going to announce this tomorrow. Um, New Media Expo will only be doing once a year again starting in 2013 in January, only in Vegas. Oh, okay. Um, because for a couple of reasons, uh, and again, we'll have a blog post up tomorrow that explains this. One is, as I said, it's the people that you meet are the most important thing. And by splitting the conference into two events, we were kind of splitting the community. Gotcha. And, you know, not everybody can afford to go to two events a year. Um, and so we're going to do one big event in Vegas where everybody goes. It's really inexpensive. You know, the hotels are $99 a night. Mm -hmm. It's a cheap city to fly to. Um, and then, but as, as a business, we are growing. I mean, in last March, we acquired another conference called TBEX or Travel Bloggers Exchange. Okay. Um, and we did two of those this year, one in North America and one in Europe. Oh. And, and we'll do two of those again next year. And then also in 2013, we will be launching new events, but they'll be vertical like TBEX. So it'll be just for travel blogging or oh. just for small business owners or you know, just for other categories of uh, content creators, not an all-inclusive event like New Media Expo is and like Blog World has been. Gotcha. Okay, so there's a lot of growth planned in terms of what you guys have, what you, what you want to do for, for the future. Absolutely. And again, if you look back from 2007 till today and you see how our industry has grown, where there are people, this is their job, being a blogger, a podcaster, or a web TV creator, um, that our industry has grown so much and it's created so much opportunity. And there's, there's so many people again, and I know you had these conversations too, Leslie, you'll mm -hmm. meet people who, you know, they started their blog or their podcast because they're passionate about something that they like for me, it was politics. And then somehow it evolved into a job for them. They didn't necessarily plan on it being a job. And that 
continues to happen today. Now there are people who are beginning just to make it a job. That, that's their sole purpose when they begin. Um, and you can see you know, what, what we're doing as new media content creators, you know, we're reinventing radio and television and magazines and newspapers and books all at the same time. And that creates amazing opportunities. If you look at other conferences that would relate to us, for example, National Association of Broadcasters, it's all the TV networks and TV channels around the world. That conference is 85,000 people. Wow. That's how big our event will eventually be. Um, and when you compare, there's only 13,000 radio stations in North America. There are millions of podcasters. And so there's no doubt that our industry will be that big. And there are certain categories like travel or sports or business or parenting that are just gigantic already and continuing to grow. Gotcha. Awesome stuff. It's, it, I think it's an exciting time to be in new media, whether it's blogging, podcasting, web TV shows, anything of that sort. I think it's a really exciting time to see all the changes that are happening and, and the technology that's being made available to us. Um, it, it's exciting stuff. I want to talk a little more about actually you know, what happens at the conference. How do you guys go about selecting speakers um, to present at New Media Expo? We just throw darts at a board. No, <laughs> it is so hard. Uh, first of all, we announce that you know we're accepting speakers, and then people submit their ideas to us, um, and we get thousands of them. Wow! And we have to pick from those ideas, um, you know, the, the ones that we want to present, and so we have you know, 250 or more speakers at every show. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to make it only be that many uh, because we could easily have 500 speakers. Um, there's so many people doing so many exciting things. Um, so we try to organize it into broad categories and provide a little bit of each of those things. So the tracks that we have this year are content, community, and commerce. So, and we think everything that we talk about falls into one of those things. Either we're talking about how to make your content better, be it, again, text, audio, or video. Um, we're talking about community. How, how do we build our community? How do we drive traffic? How do we engage with people uh, with our content? And obviously the important one for so many of our attendees is commerce. How do we, how do we monetize our content? Gotcha, gotcha. And and when you think about this new media expo that's coming up in January of Vegas, I mean, in January of 2013 in Las Vegas, what do you see as some of the highlights, some of the really cool things that if you come to this one, this is what you're going to see? Well, just yesterday we announced uh, one of our keynote speakers will be Dana White from UFC. Oh, wow. Um, I'm a, my, me and Dave are both huge fans of the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Uh -huh. Um, this is a sports league, right? Not nearly as big as the NBA or the NFL uh -huh. or Major League Baseball that has uh, – Dana White, their president, has 2 million followers on Twitter. They provide bonuses to every athlete in the league on how they engage with their fans on social media. Wow. And, and, and if you look at Dana White's Twitter feed, you'll see he doesn't talk like a corporate guy. He talks like a person. Uh-huh. And 
the, they've got, I think, 500,000 subscribers to their YouTube channel. And he does his weekly YouTube show, and his introduction is Fight Week, Blog Week. And then he talks about, you know, what are the interesting topics in the sport that week? And, and you know, live from the events, they're tweeting, they're blogging, they're podcasting. Amazing. And so this guy is super high energy. Um, they've been amazingly successful with social media. And he's not somebody that you'd see at a normal technology conference or yeah. new media conference. So I'm really excited about Dana White. Um and then, um, again, we're in Vegas this year, uh -huh. uh, which everybody seems to love. <laughs> it's also during CES, and there's so many of us who are either geeky about technology or really curious about technology who wanted, always wanted to go to the Consumer Electronics Show. Mm -hmm. um, people are able to do both at the same time. And then a really big thing this year, you know, podcasting just last year – started to really become a bigger part of the show. Um, you know, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, we we brought on board as our director of podcasting, and he's really developed this amazing podcasting uh, portion of the conference. But what I see happening now is web TV. Last mm. year was the first year of the International Academy of Web Television's awards. I went to it in Vegas. Um, it was like going to the first ever Oscars. And web TV is about to take off the way the blogs and podcasting have been going for a while now. And they're, we're going to host the podcasting awards mm -hmm. at the show, uh, hosted by Leo Laporte. We're pretty excited about that. Ah, yes. And then the last – that'll be the second night of the show. And then the last night of the show, the web TV awards. So um, there's a lot of cool stuff um, going on this year. Now, why do you think that it is that 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 web TV seems to be now, you know, taking hold in terms of, you know, really doing something significant? Not like it wasn't doing anything significant in the past, but it seems like that's uh, becoming a big thing. Why do you think we're seeing that shift? Because the technology is becoming easier. Yeah. You know, this is the reason why blogging took off in the beginning. And it's part of the reason why I'll say why Twitter was so successful mm -hmm. and even why Facebook supplanted MySpace. Blogging was the easiest medium. Again, when I Googled it, I had a blog in five minutes. It was so easy, yeah. and I didn't have to be technical, and I could do it. It's a little bit harder to do a podcast. Yeah, You, you can Google it. You can learn how to do it, but you can't start a podcast in five minutes, Yeah, um, especially one that sounds good, um, and, and then know how to distribute it and get an audience. Well, with web TV, again, the technology is a little bit harder still. So now you've got to have cameras and mm -hmm. you've got to have sound and you've got to make sure both of those things are synced up. And there's a big difference, obviously, between what we're doing where we're having a, a conversation, an interview format versus creating a fictional content with actors. I mean that's getting very complicated. Um, but the technology has become so easy to use that you have these creative people who can create web TV programs. They're Felicia Day. I, I, I call her um, the Meryl Streep of web TV. Um, somebody else I think described her better as the Lucille Ball of web TV. Last year she won eight awards at the web TV awards. Um, you know, it hasn't really been uh, a famous traditional uh, television or movie actress, but she is a superstar in web TV. And, every bit as talented as actresses that you might see in those other mediums. Um, so the technology has gotten to a point where 
people can create the content and where consumers can consume the content. Mm-hmm. You know, YouTube has evolved what they're doing now with their channel program and their partner program to makes it easier for people to create the content and YouTube helps them distribute it and monetize it. Oh, yes. So, I mean, it's a whole new ball game than what it was just two years ago. Definitely. And I've, I've seen that for myself because I also have a biology blog that's based, basically you know, 90% video. And YouTube is making it much easier for you to not only put your content there, but for you to monetize it. And it's amazing to see what you can do um, with the features that they have today. It, 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 they're definitely making it much more accessible uh, to the average individual. And again, you, there's some other services out there, not to forget. You know, you have your Ustream, you have yep. Justin TV, um, you have Vimeo, yep. um, several others that are making it easier and easier to create, distribute, and monetize that content. Definitely, definitely. Um, so if if you were to give a word of advice to someone that's thinking about, well, first of all, let's talk about thinking about getting into, and I'm just going to say new media. I typically say blogging because this podcast is about blogging, and that's what I, I, I preach about so much because I'm so passionate about it. Um, but for someone that's getting into new media, they're just getting started – what would you tell that person? Practice. Mm. Practice, practice, practice. Do it as much as you can. Um, learn about it as much as you can. And and try to be professional. If you want to be successful, that doesn't mean be stuffy. That doesn't mean um, – it doesn't mean to be unapproachable or anything like that. It means if you look at – you know, a journalist who writes for a newspaper or a magazine, um, and, and to think about yourself as a publisher the way a magazine would C- treat your blog the way a magazine publisher would treat a magazine. That means, you know, be consistent with your content. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna post every day, then post every day. You know, if you listen to the radio, they don't come on one day and say, "Oh, the host is sick today. There's no show." You know, they don't go to TV sometimes and there's dead air. You don't not get your magazine in the mail every month or it's not on the newsstands. The newspaper is there every day. You have to be consistent and maybe you're only going to post once a week or once a month or whatever your interval is. You've got to be consistent. It's got to be good and you should treat it. it – again, this is for people who want to be successful, right? This isn't for people who just are doing this as a hobby. Yeah, yeah. If you just want to talk about your cat, that's fine, but don't expect that you know we're going to care about your cat. Mm-hmm. If you want to be successful, then you've got to think about your content, your blog, or whatever type of content you have, the way a professional content creator would. Gotcha. And I'm curious to hear your opinion on that. But a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say things like, you know, okay, yes, it's becoming more popular, but there are so many bloggers out there. There's so many podcasters out there and web show producers. How can I mean, why would I start one right now? There's too much competition. What do you say to that individual? I say it's exactly like music. This is an analogy I use all the time. I, I told you before we got started, I used to play in bands. Um, there are millions of bands, and almost everybody. I didn't ask you ahead of time, Leslie. Have you ever played a, a musical instrument? Definitely, I love music. I play the piano. I've played in bands, and okay. um, I've played in different countries. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> so perfect, perfect example. Okay, almost every person you know has played a musical instrument at some point in their life. 
either they picked up a guitar, they wanted to be a rock star, their parents made them take a class in band, something mm-hmm. in some point of their life they've touched an instrument. And then for various reasons, they quit. They didn't have the talent. They didn't have the discipline. They just really weren't interested. They, they like listening to music, but they didn't want to practice hard enough to be a musician. Right? And then the people who do practice enough, who love it enough, some of them just play in their garage, in, in, in their in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. Others, uh, you know, get some nice gear and play in their garage, play with some friends in a band. Maybe some of them, and they just, it's just a hobby for them. You know, they have a job and, and it's just a hobby. Other people had day jobs, but on the weekends, maybe they play at parties and, and local bars for a free beer. Other people will pay weddings and bar mitzvahs once in a while and get a little extra cash, but again, they still have a day job. Then there are musicians who play for a living every single day. Las Vegas is full of them. They're not famous. They play six hours a night, and they get paid just like they get paid to go to work at any other job. There's musicians who work in studios, do the same thing. They they play music on commercials. They play music as backup, and they just get paid like it's a job. And then you have people who are rock stars at the top of that pyramid. All forms of new media, blogging, podcasting, web TV, are exactly the same mm. now. It didn't. You couldn't do this before. You either you had to go to college and get a journalism degree or communications degree, go to work for the local paper, work your way up, and do whatever they told you to do. Now anybody can start a blog, a podcast, a web TV show about whatever they want, whatever they feel inspired and passionate about. They can do that. That doesn't mean they're good. That doesn't mean they're going to be successful. But if you believe in yourself and you are passionate enough about it, then you should be doing it. You should be pursuing that dream as 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 strongly and as consistently as you possibly can. I, I love that analogy so much that I'm going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome stuff. Okay, so we've covered that. If anyone is listening to that, I think they're convinced. Um, next, last section, last question. Um, for someone that is that person that wants to say, you know what, I want to get into this new media stuff. I want to start a blog. I want to start a podcast. I want to start a web show or something of that sort. Why? I, I, I know the answer to this, but I mean, we've kind of already addressed this a little bit, but I want to say this kind of as we're coming to the tail end of this interview. Why should they be in new me- at New Media Expo in January in Las Vegas, Nevada, um, the one that's coming up right now? Well, it goes back to my earlier um, answer to you about being professional and treating your content like a professional would. Um, We are the industry event um, for new media. Everyone you can think of who's famous in new media, who's successful in new media, who provides the tools for new media, be that, you know, again, hosting services or blogging platforms like WordPress or people like, uh, you know, Raw Voice and and Liberated Syndicate for podcasting. Mm -hmm. All of those people are there. And if you want to meet those people, if you want to um, create opportunities for yourself, then you need to do the things that professionals do. Um, Leslie, do you know who a guy named Steve I is? No, I don't. So he's a guitar player, famous rock star, played with Frank Zappa, played with David Lee Roth, amazing, amazing musician. And I remember reading in a guitar magazine 30 years ago now um, when somebody said, you know, what does somebody have to do to be a rock star? And he said, be a rock star. Do the things that rock stars do. Go the places where rock stars go. Say the things rock stars say. 
practice your guitar the way a rock star does if you want to be a rock star. And if you want to be successful in new media, that's what you should do. You should do the things that new successful new media people do, and those people come to our show. Awesome. I love it. And you know what? I, I need to put in my two cents there because I had never been to one of these blog world conferences or anything of that sort until this year. And when I went, I was blown away. And the connections that I was able to make, the people that I were, was able to meet. I mean, when I think about Blog World, I think about specific faces. I think about people like Crystal Collins that I met over there and Dan Morris and my friend Chris Deals and Pat Flynn and Cliff Ravenscraft. This, this, these are the people that I think about when I think about Blog World because of the connections that I made there. Also because of the education that I was able to get while being there. So I would encourage anyone that's listening to this to come. I'll be there. I'm going to be speaking. I'm going to be doing um, a, a presentation on how to podcast like I'm doing right now and never edit, which is <laughs> what I'm doing right now. And I, I, would, I, I, I want to personally invite you, if you're listening to this and you can make it, I want to personally invite you to come and see Rick, come and see me, come and see all of these other people that are like-minded individuals trying to do something big in this world of new media. So, Rick, thank you so much for taking the time out of your, I know it's a busy schedule, um, to sharing with my audience a, a little bit about the history of Blog World and New Media Expo and what it's all about. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Leslie. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you in January. Awesome. Hey, guys. So if you want to find out more about New Media Expo, Head on over to the site. You can use my affiliate link, by the way. You go to becomeablogger.com slash NMX. Uh, if you come back to the blog, you'll see this blog post, and I will be posting coupon codes there that you can use to get special discounts um, to be able to go there. So I hope to see you there. If you cannot make it, they do have virtual tickets. We didn't talk about that in the interview, but you can um, get access to all the, the videos, and the, the downloads, and so on that are going to be from the presentations that are going to be there. So hope to see you there. This, as usual, is brought to you by becomeablogger.com. If you want our free videos to get started with your blog, go to freebloggingvideos.com. A lot of resources there to help you get started with your blogs, um, help you get started so that you can get your message out there. You can create content. You can inspire others, and you can change the world. There's a lot of exciting things happening right now. And I'm excited to be a part of it, and I'm excited to have you walk along on this journey with me and to walk with you. Um, so that's pretty much it for this episode. Until next time, this is Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. Take care, and God bless.